on Real Raw Radio, Dead Guy in the Envelope segment, where you try to figure out who the dead celebrity is, whose name is in the envelope. Today, I know who it is, so I'll give you the clues, and then you guys ask yes or no questions. And if you figure it out first, then you win the game, and you'll get the tickets from Bone Price Stash. Today's guy, he was an American guy. He was a leader of a group of people, but he was not, for example, the coach of a sports team. You can take that out of it. But he led a group of people. Uh, you may or may not know uh, that group of people particularly, but you would know him either as the leader of that group or on his own. You could, you could know him as well. 800-771-1025 or 727-579-1025. And he wasn't a mob boss. <clears throat> right, right. He was not in the mob. Huey on line one, you're first. Go ahead, Huey. Yeah, good morning. Uh, uh, afternoon, actually. Uh, was he right. uh, African-American? No, he was a white American guy. Frank on line two. Was he involved with the union? Nope, he was not. Donnie on line five. Hey, Donnie? Yeah, was he a cult leader? No, not a cult leader. Nope, nope. Uh, Tom, line six for dead guy in the envelope. Go ahead, Tom. Hey, guys. Hey, guys. Uh, My question is, was he depicted or portrayed in a movie? Yes, several. Okay. Um, did Ashton Kutcher ever play him? No. Several names you know for sure, but Ashton Kutcher wasn't one of them I saw on the list, no. Uh, David on line one. Hey. Hello? Hey, hey what's going on? Hey, did, did Quentin Tarantino make a movie about him? Uh, I don't think so. Who are you thinking of? Charles Manson. No, 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 right, right. Yeah, and somebody already asked, was he a cult leader? He's not. Was he a leader of criminals? Yes, he was. He was the leader of criminals, but he was not in Cosa Nostra. He was not in the mob, but he was a leader of criminals. James on line six. Go ahead. Uh, Leader of criminals. You got me. I was going to say cult, man, but they got me. Um, Okay. I'm done. All right, James. (laughs) Waving the white flag. Kevin on line four. You're next. Pretty sure you got me, too. Was he an author? No, he wasn't an author, no. Was he the leader of war criminals? No, he was not the leader of war criminals, no. Kevin on line four. Go ahead, Kevin. Oh, I'm sorry, Scott on line five. You said he's American, too, right? Yeah, American. Hey, was he the leader of the Branch Davidians? No, not a cult leader, no. Dale on line three. You're next. Hey, Peter Dinklage and Pippi Longstocking had a child. You'd have a dizzy. JR's going to kick his ass. You guys, you know, I I don't know what to say. You just said it. Thank you, Dale. No one asked you to say anything. I know, that too. (laughs) That's fine. Bob on uh, line two. Uh, Was he involved in the military in any way? Uh, I think he was in the military a little bit uh, right after, like right, right when he hit 18 or whatever, but it's not like he was famous for that. So, yes, he was involved in the military in a way. Dishonorably discharged, by the way. Go ahead. Dis- dishonorably discharged. All right, yeah. well, that, that doesn't help me at all. Hopefully yeah. I'll figure that one out. Yeah, he was definitely not a military hero, no question. He deserted. It was, uh, and, he know, deserted? Yeah, he pretty much he just walked away. And uh, they, they couldn't find him. And uh, he ended up being dishonorably discharged. Uh, Doug, uh, and he was in the States the whole time. Doug on line six. Uh, yeah. Hi. Was he a teamster? 
No, he was not a teamster, no. Robert, line one, you're next for Dead Guy in the Envelope. Okay, was he a a killer of a famous person? No. He was a killer, I believe one time, but not of a famous person. One time that he's that they have known to, about. Yeah, there's one time that he killed somebody that they know anyway. Uh, Michael on line three. Yeah, did Clint Eastwood portray him in a movie? No, he did not. Uh, Greg, no, Jay on line six. Hey, was he a leader of an outlaw gang? Um, I mean, a leader of criminals, so I guess they're outlaws. So go ahead. Where are you going? Are you, are you thinking Western? Is that what you're thinking? Yes. Okay. He was they not from the kid. No, not from the Old West. All right? Not from the Old West. From the 1900s, for sure. So not from the Old West, not Billy the Kid, none of those groups. During our lifetime? Not during our lifetime, no. No. Um, Sexy Mark is on line four. Good morning, Mark. I mean, good afternoon, Mark. How are you? Stand by. Oh, sorry. Let me get all day. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. What do you got, buddy? Hey, buddy. Um, was he a pirate? No, it's too far back. No, 1900s in the U.S. Uh, so, but you know, not a cowboy, not Western, but a little more modern than that. Uh, Jefferson on line two. You're next. Did Johnny Depp play him in the movie? Johnny Depp is one of the people who has played him before. Yes. Uh, I think I might want to take a guess. Take a guess. Was was it John Dillinger? John Dillinger is the dead guy in the envelope. Very good. Nice. It was in Public Enemies that Johnny Depp played him. And uh, Martin Sheen played him once. And Mark Harmon and uh, two other people. He was a bank robber. He led a group of criminals. They were bank robbers in the Depression. And it was right around the time that uh, Cosa Nostra and the mob actually started doing what they do. It was in the same time period in the Depression. And uh, he died at 31 years old, 1934, shot in the back. All right, man. You got a pair of tickets. To the craft beer experience at Mahaffey Theater, Sunday, May 22nd in St. Pete. Doors open at 2 p.m. And the event goes till 7 p.m. Get event info on theboneonline.com. Way to go. Nice job. Job well done, Jefferson. Yeah. You want to hear something sick? When he was laying in the alley, they had, uh, the cops had shot a bunch of shots at him because he had fired at them and then he ran down the alley. Right. So they took some shots. One of them hit him like in the neck and went through his brain, you know, whatever. So it killed him. He's laying in the alley bleeding. And I guess while the investigation goes on or whatever, people are going by. A crowd comes around because Dillinger was like a Robin Hood of the day. It's the Depression. He's robbing banks. People don't care. They don't have any money. Right. And they're taking handkerchiefs or newspapers they have in their hand. They're dipping them in the blood. They're Four. walking by and they're trying to dip because they have some of Dillinger's blood on their handkerchief. Like, look what I got. And it's like a memento. Seriously? That's sick. It's a memento. Like They're collecting the blood from the alley in, <laughs> in their newspapers. That was kind of sick. <laughs> So there you go. He was, uh, I guess, at the time to some people a modern-day hero, but obviously a criminal. So I was watching over your head. There was a story that was coming across, and I just went and found it. On the big video screen? Some guy. So this dude's on a plane, right? Did you hear about this? Yes. And the pilot? Yes. Brett, the link's in my prep. It's so interesting. You have it too? uh, Yeah, a passenger with no flying experience successfully landed a small plane in Florida Tuesday afternoon after his pilot suffered a medical emergency. 
The incredible aviation uh, accomplishment happened at Palm Beach International Airport with the help of air traffic controllers. Now, picture this. Sicily, 1957. Uh, The guy gets on on the radio and goes, I've got a serious situation here. It was a Cessna caravan passenger. Uh, This plane holds about 12 people. And he says, he gets on the radio and he's reportedly heard by air traffic control saying, I've got a serious situation here. And at the time, he was about 70 miles north of their final destination. He goes, quote, my pilot has gone incoherent. I have no idea how to fly Mm. the airplane. (laughs) Right? You imagine being that guy? And the guy goes, Roger, what's your position? And he says, I have no idea. (laughs) (laughs) He goes, I can see the coast of Florida in Mm. front of me, and I have no idea where I am. The guy, the air traffic control tells, maintain wings level and just try to follow the coast either north or southbound. We're trying to locate you. They find him, right? So the air traffic controller, lucky enough, also happens to be a flight instructor, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. My he, buddy does that, and he is. Yeah. Not an instructor, but he has his pilot's license. Right? So yeah. he helped the passenger land the plane. Controllers helped the plane descend and finally located it about 25 miles north of Palm Beach in Boca Raton. From there, the air traffic control coached the man to the ground in what was considered so a safe and steady landing. What are the chances of that happening? I don't know, but they coordinated it somehow. Listen, and they released the audio, the FAA. FAA did, oh, yeah? I guess. Listen to how calm these guys are. I don't know how you're calm. Especially when you're the passenger, <laughs> unless maybe you had a little experience, but you're in this l- little plane with one guy who's out. And now what do you do? I feel yeah. like you would be panicking more. But listen, listen to this. It's a I've report. got a serious situation here. My pilot has gone into here. I have no idea how to fly the airplane. Uh, Roger, what's your position? I have no idea. I see the coast of Florida in front of me, and I have no idea. Maintain wings level and uh, just try to follow the coast, either north or southbound. We're trying to locate you. Four minutes later. You guys located me yet? I can't even get my NAS screen to turn on. It has all the uh, information on it. You guys got any ideas on that? Eventually, radar locates the plane just off the coast of Boca Raton, and that's where air traffic control at PBIA takes over, talking the passenger through an incredibly safe landing. This is the first time I've ever heard of one of these being landed by somebody who has no aeronautical experience. There you go. They landed the whole thing, and then the guys in the tower are like, you see that guy? He just landed that plane. You know, that's a passenger landing that plane. The other guy goes, are you kidding me? That was pretty good. <laughs> that was a really good job. Followed by, and this is how the and there's video of it landing. And this is the difference between Florida and New York. Followed by, oh my gosh, great job. New York would be like, what the f- What? <laughs> <laughs> Crazy MFR. Yeah. <laughs> that was a pretty good story. Good for that guy. He was able to land. And they get the pilot, and he gets an ambulance, and he goes to the hospital, and they're taking care of him. It's not like he died in a plane or something. I guess, I don't know. It seems like uh, it worked out as best as it could. I got news for you. Everything sunshine and rainbows as usual. If I'm that guy on the radio, if I'm that guy in the plane, yeah. I am nowhere near that calm. <sighs> nowhere near chance. that calm. As soon as that guy goes out, I mean, you're... I mean, it's not a jumbo jet, thank God, but you're in a plane. It's you, him, and this skin of this plane right next to you. Like, there's nothing else. There's nothing protecting you. You got to wake up, and you got to wake up now. I wish I knew (laughs) what happened to the guy, though. Like, did he have a heart attack? Did he, like, all it said was he was incoherent. Was he wasted? (laughs) What happened? No, I don't don't think so. The way the name of the passenger hasn't been released, the name or the condition of the pilot has been released. But they just said he suffered a medical emergency. 
So, I mean, maybe he had a heart attack. I don't know. But it seems that they got him out and they got him to the hospital. I read a, a couple articles on it, and that's the furthest they got was they took him to a local hospital. And he seemed like he was going to be okay, but uh. again, you're right. They're, they're a little short on details there, but whatever. If I'm that guy, I don't want to be talked through landing a plane. What is that like? Well, I guess it's better than the other option. I guess. I guess. And I guess he can, the guy, the dispatcher, you know, can be calm because he knows the plane is in the air, flying straight, and it's got time. It's still got fuel. So they've got time to get the guy oriented and get him comfortable and be like, listen, this is what you're going to do. You have to, you don't have to rush because you don't have like a minute of fuel left. They would have lost me at keep the wings level. <laughs> How? <laughs> Wait, what? What? <laughs> so I don't just touch, I'll just touch nothing. I right. Guess, right. So it'll just fly just by go. itself, right? Okay. <laughs> Can you guys land it by remote? There you go. Yeah, that's a little, uh, a little much. I love planes and all, but yeah, that's that's a lot when you expect to be a passenger, and suddenly your your life and his life are in your hands. <laughs> that's some nightmares. All right, there you go. Uh, coming up in an hour, we'll get to a top ten list. You guys, guess what's on the top ten? Try to win the bounty prize, but a lot more before that. Roger and JP, 1025 Bone, Real Raw Radio. Be right back. Purchase new wiper blades from O'Reilly Auto Parts today and we'll install them for free. See better and drive safer with O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.